Spooky season since for a month already. <laughs> since May. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, we are ramping things up. We're hoping to have more than just one weekly episode in October, which would be fucking cool. Can you tell we're excited? We're so excited. I mean, this shit's <laughs> going to go till like Christmas. I can't stop. This shit's going to go forever. I was telling Katie, I'm like, I already have the next three that I want to talk about in the books and that's going to put us past Halloween. <laughs> right. We're going to talk about this until March. So that's why we decided that hopefully we can get most of those out in the month of October. So look forward to that. Yeah. And you were telling me earlier that you've had some issues with school starting. Oh my God. <laughs> Guys, I don't know if you're in an area where your kids are in school or if you have to do virtual, but the county that I'm in... And me. In Virginia uh, is 100% virtual right now. And so it's... I have a, a couple kids in my house that are doing virtual mm-hmm. while the parents are at work. And one mm-hmm. of the kids, I swear, for no reason, has like a fucking target on his back. And one of the teachers is just this colossal fucking asshole. (laughs) And I shit you not. So he has this one teacher teaches two different subjects, but it's not his like base teacher. Okay. And it's not. It's elementary. Right. And he's in elementary school. So it's not like. Oh shit. Sorry. SpongeBob. (laughs) Katie is so rude. She can't get it to stop. (laughs) Sorry, let me turn it down. My honey bunny. So, my bizzle dizzle. So, um, he, uh, he teaches like two classes, but the kids in a, is not in one of those grades where, you know, you switch 
classes and switch teachers right. for every subject. It's just this jackass happens to teach like math and science or something. Right. We and did then, that in elementary school. Yeah. Right. And he's with his base uh, teacher for the rest of the day. Right. So um, this guy. Who's your beef with? The base teacher? My beef is with math and science. Okay. Or no, not math and science. Math and uh, like social studies, I guess. Okay. So um, I guess. So I'm with the kid that day and he's being like a model student. You know, he's really participating in class. He's raising his hand. He's nailing all the answers. I mean, he's on fucking fire. Like, he's on a roll. It's a great day. And even, like, this teacher is one of those teachers that, like, every kid dreads where they just randomly call on you and you're like, fuck me, I don't know. Right. So, but even every time he was called on, he just knew the answer, nailed it, and the guy was like, great job, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know, and I'm listening and I'm watching. He's not fidgeting. He's not doing anything. I mean, and this guy's a fucking Nazi anyways. He's like, if you even blink too many times, you're in fucking trouble. Like, this guy's ridiculous. Right. So, at the end of the day, after, you know, the teacher's done teaching, she asks the kid to hang back. And she was like, I just want to talk to you for a second because... Mr. So-and-so sent me a text message saying that you were being very disruptive in such-and-such class and that you took your shirt off in the middle of class. Did he? No! (laughs) You took your shirt off in the middle of class. You were being very disruptive. You weren't paying attention. You were this. You were that. And I'm sitting there, and I'm like, motherfucker. And so I'm listening And I'm off camera, you know, and his teachers know me because I'm the one who's with him during the day. You know, the parent has given me just as much um, carte blanche with the school as he has because he's with me all day. I can talk to the teachers. The teachers can email me back and forth, so on and so forth. So um, I'm listening to her and this poor kid is like, no, I wasn't. Yeah. I didn't do any of that. He goes, and at most, all I did was go like this and scratch my shoulder. Yeah. You would have seen if he took his shirt off. And meanwhile, unbeknownst to the teacher, I was fucking sitting there. Right. He just couldn't see me on camera. Yeah. And so, I let her say her piece and I let the kid uh, defend himself a little bit. Yeah. And finally, I like popped my head in. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and she was like, oh, Katie, she's like, how are you, darling? I miss you so much. Like, his teacher just loves me. And I was like, hey, how are you, blah, blah, blah. And I was, and she's like, oh, good. She's like, well, listen, I was just talking to, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, and did you hear what I was saying? And I was like, yeah, that's why I'm here. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, look, I know that Mr. So-and-so does not like him. Yeah. But, but I'm going to tell you what. I've fucking had it with this man. I was like, he is always picking on him. He's always saying, oh, he slouched down in his chair. Oh, he was playing with his pencil. Oh, he was... Ew, what he was mean? always whatever. And I was like, I'll tell you what. If these kids were sitting in a classroom right in front of him, mm-hmm. I guarantee... As long as they were paying attention and they were not being disruptive, he wouldn't have shit to say. Right. So he does his classwork. He does his homework. He does his best. 
He raises his hand. He he uh, participates in class, and he nails it every damn time. Right. He did not take his shirt off in class. He did not do this. He did not do that. And quite frankly, I am pissed. <laughs> and be glad that I am the one talking to you about this and not his father. Right. Because I'll tell you what. He is not going to be happy when I talk to him about this. Yeah. And I was just like, and you are lucky that I am the one here overhearing this conversation and not him. Yeah. Because this is bullshit. Yeah. And she was like, I completely understand your frustration, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, what do these teachers, sorry for my rant, but what do these teachers expect from these kids? I understand that teachers are spending four times as long, you know what I mean, going out of their way to make virtual teaching happen. Right. I applaud teachers and I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you have the patience and the energy to deal with this all the time. No, but either how when you're in school, there's always... A teacher that doesn't like you. Exactly. It doesn't matter whether How it's virtual or not. However, kids, especially elementary age kids, yeah, that's to up. ask them to sit in an environment that they are not used to, staring at a teacher on a computer screen, they're not used to lectures. Right. They're not used to sitting there completely like... Uh, oh, th- this is what we're doing now? When they have gone to school every year, and mm-hmm. it's been one way, and now they're also jerked in a different way. You expect them not to hold on to their pencil or slouch in their chair just a little bit? Excuse the fuck out of me. As long as they're doing their work and they're paying attention, you shut your fucking mouth. Right, I agree. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I Like, again, hands down to the teachers, but cut the kids some slack. Yeah. If my son's... To most teachers. To most sense. teachers. My son's teacher is fucking amazing. Yeah. I Dexter's love her. Teacher. And if she wasn't how she is and was how his teacher was last year, yeah. I would be like, that's it. I'm looking into K-12. Or right. uh, I like to say homeschool, but who are we kidding? Yeah. But you know what I mean? I just, I could not believe that. Took his shirt off. Yeah, when you're in the in room class, <laughs> He would not, one... He's not comfortable with his shirt off. And right. two, that would never happen. <laughs> the audacity. Like, who uh, are you? Yeah. That's, you know what I mean? That's like an allegation that's so obviously false that's like fucked up. But this whole online school shit sucks. And I can't wait till this fucking world is more normal again. Me too. That's all I want. Me too. So that was my rant for the week. (laughs) Well, that's bullshit. But um, I wonder sometimes if he fidgets a little bit. But he wasn't even that day, so I'm like, what are you complaining about? Right. But like, it's almost like... He doesn't fidget enough for his shirt to fly off his body. (laughs) Right? He's not flashing tit to the class. Like, I don't know... I don't know what you're fucking complaining about. But... Right. So, Mandy has a really cool story for us, so... Yes, we're going to get you back into the spooky mood, because it's fucking October, and I'm ready to go. And I'm ready to be spooked. Be right back!
All right. So, I have two special, I guess, horror figures. Horror. Horror figures. <laughs> um, they're urban legends, basically. I'll just fucking tell you. I'll just tell <laughs> like, you right now. I'm just going to... out. <laughs> so, the first one I'm talking about is the Candyman. Okay. He is a hook-handed slasher known as the Candyman and is one of horror's most fearsome villains, but his origin story reveals a tragic path to his legendary status. I'm going to try and pronounce a name here. <laughs> oh, it's okay. Wait till you hear my next yeah. episode. We've been doing this all day. Like, uh, <laughs> she's looking it up. I'm like, I'm just going to wing it. <laughs> so the origin of the Candyman. Daniel Robotale. <laughs> Daniel Robotale. He was the son of a former slave who managed to ascend to higher levels of society by inventing a machine to mass-produce shoes following the end of the Civil War. Daniel, a talented painter, grew up seemingly accepted as a member of the elite, attending Ivy League schools and associating with wealthy white people. Unfortunately, as an adult, Daniel was hired by a rich white man to paint a portrait of his daughter, Caroline. Um, The two ended up falling in love. Of course they did. Which is a no-no in that time. Resulting in the conception of a child. Of course it did. Needless to say, Daniel's employers weren't pleased about this development. Mm. So, armed with pitchforks and a pack of dogs, they chased the poor slave across the fields and streams. Mm. Finally, they caught up with the exhausted slave near an old barn. In a vile, but sadly not uncommon in America's history, an act of racism and hate... Caroline's father gathered a lynch mob and the group tracked Daniel down and killed him in an absolutely horrific way. Of course they did. Daniel's right hand was sawed off with a rusty blade, Mm. leading to the Candyman's trademark hook taking its place. He was then covered in honey and attacked by a swarm of bees. They threw him into a beehive. Oh my God. The unfortunate Candyman was in terrible pain and died from his injuries but not before he cursed the men who killed him and vowed to return the exact revenge on them. Nice. They say his spirit would never rest, and now his ghost walks the world for all eternity, appearing when his name is called five times. I'd like to test this. (laughs) I know. So remember, you can say Candyman once, twice, three times, or four, but never say it five times or you'll be sorry. While Candyman, by virtue of being a killer, is still definitely a villain, it's not hard to understand why his spirit is full of rage. Yeah. Clearly. <laughs> Anyone, no I'm matter what race too. you are, if you're fucking killed in a way like that, your your ass is coming back for revenge. No kidding. I would be. You better fucking believe I'd, it. I'd come back as soon as I could. Hell yeah. Alright, so the appearance of Candyman. Candyman takes up the form of a lean, really tall African-American man, about six foot five. His attire consists of a large brown, later black, oh, well, different versions of him show a black fur trench coat, but the original is a brown. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, he wears a white cravat around his neck, gray pants. A pair of polished black leather shoes 
and a bloody hook in place of his right hand, which he uses to mutilate his victims. Nice. His trench coat is used in order to conceal his grotesque mutilations, the product of the torture that he suffered shortly before his death. Underneath it reveals Candyman's skinless rib cage and hollowed out abdomen, Ugh. as well as his internal organs that are being infested by many bees living within him. I'm getting like the coolest <laughs> like image in my head. His hair is jet black and curly, but kept very short. All right, so the ritual of the Candyman. With so much horror watching taking place this October, which we have done. Right, clearly. <clears throat> Mr. Boogity. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Disney. <laughs> <laughs> Bride of Boogity. Come on, man. It's like the best fucking movie. Uh, so anyway, can you really summon the Candyman by saying his name five times in a mirror? Let's find out. The answer? Yes, we should. Absolutely. It happened to a friend of mine. This is from Reddit. <laughs> But seriously, the real Candyman is even more evil than described in the movie. Nice. <laughs> but they go no farther than that, so I'm like, all right. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. Well, thanks for that. <laughs> so, as legend goes, if you turn the lights off and say his name three times while looking in the mirror, he will emerge from the darkness to seek revenge for his death. But, if you try this and it doesn't work, it's because the very original legend, you're supposed to say it five times. Mm-hmm. But when you look it up on a bunch of sites, it's just the rule of three. Like Bloody Mary, you say three times. Right. Candy Man, you say three times. Right. No, you're supposed to say it five. Hmm. I don't know why. Okay. Yeah. There's not a whole lot on the Candy Man out there, which was annoying, you know? That is annoying because if you're supposed to know, like, how to do it. Yeah. Well, it's such a well-known, like, mm -hmm. game. Like, right. From when we were fucking kids. Yeah. You know what I mean? I remember. So, but there's really not a, there's a lot on the origin story. True. There's, Every fucking website on the origin story. But then I was searching like, well, what happens after you summon the Candyman? Right. Nothing. You can't find fucking anything on it. So it's like... So I guess like he just not... like mutilates you with his hook. Right. So Which technically it's not really a ritual. It's like, oh, so he shows up? Cool. Well, Do you have tea? Like, <laughs> It's the same thing as Bloody Mary, right? Yeah. So when she what, shows up... you just up, see Candyman in you, the mirror? When you read about Bloody Mary, it says, if you do successfully summon her, here's what can happen. And it's bad shit. But it's not doing that with Candyman. But Candy with Candyman, I can't find, like, if he does come, the only thing you find is, like, earlier on it says he has that hook that he'll, like, mutilate your body with. Uh-huh. But, um, yeah, it, it really gave you, like, nothing, you yeah. know? So that was annoying. But, So maybe um, they should, maybe they just say there's a ritual, but there really isn't? This is how you do it, but... Well, there is a ritual, because we did it as kids. Right, you know? but nothing The Candyman was a thing, and Bloody Mary was a thing. But yeah, this is, you know, just an urban legend, but... Okay, we're doing it later. Because but we're usually... going to find out if anything happens, and if it does, then we'll write what <laughs> if we, happens if, if it's a ritual. tell about it. That's right. <clears throat> yeah, so this is just something... It's an urban legend, basically, and they it's all awesome. they all are... But I do think with these games, you can attract maybe a darker energy that's not actually Candyman, but yeah. he's like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. these girls are trying to contact Summon like, something. I think that with all of these games. Yeah. Like, the Midnight Man, shit like that. Conjure up whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're mm -hmm. like, oh, I'm coming. Even, like, like the Ouija board. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, I think that definitely contacts them because Whatever they're Whatever you're like, open to, yeah. you're going to conjure up something. Right. And I'm... Oh, dude. Today, when we were at Sheets, I was... I always tell my friends and my siblings, like, I get the number 666 all the time. Oh, yeah! And... So when I get it, I take pictures of it, I send it to my siblings, so I'm like, I'm not crazy! Like, I fucking get this number all the goddamn yeah, time. Yeah, this happened this afternoon so while we were at Sheets. Katie and I were at Sheets, and my total was $6.66. And I'm like, the C? It fucking happens all the time. <laughs> so, and then when I'm alone, I'm like, oh god, is it really a demon? <laughs> like, is there a demon following me? It's but, Candyman. But when I'm with other people, I'm like, totally fine about it. Yeah. But by myself, I'm like, oh my god, you know what, maybe I should be more worried about this. <laughs> It happened again. Something's going to happen. Okay. So anyway, Candyman is set to return to theaters in 2020. Woohoo! Um, via a new film directed by Nia DaCosta and produced by Get Out's Jordan Peele. Oh, I love Jordan Peele movies. Described as a spiritual sequel, it's a bit unclear how this movie will connect to the prior films, although Tony Todd will reportedly be back as the Candyman. Yes. So... That is my little brief summary on the Candyman because there's not a whole lot out there. <laughs> That's so cool, though. And I'm excited that there's a sequel. There is going to be a sequel. That's very fun. Did you hear about the sequel to The Craft coming out this month? It's a remake. No, it's a sequel. It's called... Um, Legacy. The craft, oh, the craft I thought it was Legacy. a remake. Nope. <gasps> Even more excited than now. Yes. So, but here's my feeling on it. I'll get to my next little thing in a second. <laughs> my feeling on it, I Side watched bar. the preview and I'm definitely going to watch it. Yeah. But, you know, we were teenagers mm-hmm. when we watched The Craft mm-hmm. and they were teenagers. Yeah. You know? And so now these girls are teenagers and I'm like, yeah, you're like my kid's age, you know? Right. Like, I don't know how I feel about it. But it's just, it was different because when it, we were teenagers watching The Craft, even though now as an adult, I'd watch it and be like, this is fucking Fuck awesome. yeah, yeah. It's a cult classic. Um, But now I'm like, they just look like little kids to me. And I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. I don't know about this. I'm going to watch Although it. I think the actresses, when The Craft was made, they were in their 20s. Well, they were, but they were yeah. playing high schoolers. They were, yeah. So, however the fuck old these girls are, which they look very young. They look like they're teenagers. <laughs> they're playing high schoolers. And I'm like, you know, 37, like, yeah, you know. Back then with the craft, I was like, oh my God, I want this to be my life. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, but I know they bring up the old characters and stuff. So, I'm definitely going to see it. But yeah, I just found out about that like two weeks ago. Yeah. They're bringing the craft back. Mm-hmm. So. I'm so excited. Anyway. All right. So, moving on. We talked about the moving candy on, there's man. more. There is, and this one is actually so much fucking cooler than the Candyman. This is the Candy Lady. The who? Mm-hmm. There's a Candy Lady? Yeah, I just found out about her. Shut the fuck I've up. I've never heard of this before. Me either. But it's actually like when you Google her, it's like fucking everywhere. No way. I've never heard of her. Yes. Do tell. So, urban legends are those stories that get passed down from generation to generation, as we know. But I didn't know about this one, even though it's generations old. Literally never heard of it. Yeah. So the creepiest urban legend in Texas stems from a small town just outside of Dallas. It's the story of Clara Crane, the candy lady from Terrell, Texas. Interesting. So I'm going to give you a little background on Clara. All right. 
Clara was accused of poisoning her husband in 1895. Hmm. She gave him some caramels that were laced with some form of poison that killed him. Hmm. A few years before she allegedly killed her husband, the Crane's five-year-old daughter died. Clara blamed her husband for the passing of their daughter, which is why many believe she killed him. I would have done the same thing. Well, I mean, if eating caramels killed him, she fucking probably did. (laughs) (laughs) She probably poisoned the fuck out of that. (laughs) So, um, Clara was placed in North Texas Lunatic Asylum. Cool. Known now as the Terrell State Hospital. While in the asylum, Clara made a doll out of torn bed sheets. Voodoo? The, the doll she called Marcy, the same name as her daughter. Oh. <laughs> Clara supposedly wrote her sister while she was in the asylum. And this is supposedly a clip from that letter. Okay. So this just shows you how fucking crazy she's going. It says, Dearest Aggie, I am elated, exclamation point. I have been informed by Dr. Matthews that Marcy and I will be returning home in less than three weeks. As you can imagine, Marcy can barely contain her excitement. The doll made out of the bed sheet. Yes. Oh, okay. But she's seeing her as As her her daughter. daughter. Okay. Every night she asks, is tomorrow the day we're going home, mother? Very soon I will be able to tell her yes. What the actual fuck? And this is a real lady. This isn't the urban legend. Right. Oh, wow. So she She went. She needs to stay in the lunatic asylum. Yeah. She went a little crazy. Um, Clara could be seen talking and singing to the doll by the asylum staff. In 1899, she was released from the hospital due to overcrowding. So even though she allegedly committed murder, she was fit for release. (laughs) No word on where Clara officially went after that. Here is where the urban legend of the candy lady begins. (laughs) Here we go. Turn your lights down and take a shot. (laughs) Or 12. Or 12. Don't die, too. Okay. Yeah, well, at least stay conscious so you can listen to this fucking episode, okay? And the next, all of them. Yeah, we're listen- We're making them up. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Rewind. I'm gonna get you. <laughs> I'm watching you. I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna get you. In 1903, children started going missing near her old property. The candy lady allegedly lures children to their doom by leaving enticing goodies on their windowsills just before bedtime. Her plan is for the kids to wait for mom and dad to fall asleep before indulging in their sweet treats so as not to get in trouble. Afterward, she'll grab them and feast on their sugar-laden blood until there isn't any left. That nasty bitch. (laughs) Well, that's not scary at all. That's disgusting. (laughs) So in Texas, in that, in Terrell, Texas specifically, children began to go missing. Yet no leads were ever found that would suggest they were kidnapped or ran away. As some of the remaining children got older, they confessed to eating the candy left on their windowsills with a note from the candy lady. Mm. So parents started to wonder if the other children perhaps had been poisoned. I mean, yeah, they could have been poisoned, but if they were missing, it's not like they fucking died in their room from the candy. Right. Someone took them out of their house. Right. So 
that worry was soon put to rest when someone actually turned up dead. No, not a child, but a sheriff's deputy who had been out investigating the disappearances. Damn. His eyes had been stabbed out with a fork, and his pockets were stuffed with candy. Cool. (laughs) What the fuck? A farmer also found a child-sized set of teeth inside a candy wrapper one morning while tending to his fields. Yikes. That's a... Ooh. So... Could you imagine? No. So, was this story crafted by clever parents to scare their kids into not taking candy from strangers, like in so many cultures they've done? I hope so. Or perhaps <laughs> an old ghost story that used, that was used to cover up heinous crimes, because no one, those kids actually did go missing. Yeah. And no one was ever charged for it, um, which is fucked up. Right. Or, maybe the candy lady is real after all, and is out looking for her next victim right now. So How no, about all of the above? Right. Well, this says no one really knows whatever came of Clara Crane, but to this day it is believed that the candy lady still roams around luring children and... Or luring... Luring. Luring. Luring children <laughs> with candy, then pulling out their teeth or stabbing them in the eyes with forks. Nice. Like, it's still a very well-known urban legend in the town. I love it. Because no one was ever caught for the shit. Right. The only explanation they have is the candy lady. You know, too bad that's not around here because that's the kind of stuff I love to, like, go look into to see if a woman like that actually ever existed. Right. And see, you know, that's one thing about urban legends, like, where we are. We were I, like, looked about... into the bunny man. Well, yeah. And I found, I found out where the story came from and why. In fact, I did that we episode. Did a, yes, but what I was going to say about that is I was talking... Remember online yesterday I posted, like, what's your local urban legend? And you said whatever. bunny man, and then I commented on it, too, and also said bunny man. Yeah. Well, um, Mystic Pod was like, oh, my God, you're so lucky you live by Bunny Man Bridge. Do you guys go there? Please tell me you go there. So I was, like, looking it up again, even though you already did it. So now... If you get caught trespassing there, yeah. it is 12 months in jail yeah. and or a $2,500 fine. I'm like, oh, bitch, I can't do any of those. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I haven't been there. They're, like, it started, like, a heavy police presence there years ago. Yeah, dur- especially it started during Halloween one year because it's some, like, people, like, just People go there and do, like, rituals and right. shit now and it's like, mm, But now it's like the fines have doubled, there's jail time, there's all that shit. I'm like, uh-huh. man, if I didn't have kids and it was just me, like, I might risk it, but I can't do Mm-mm. that shit. Yeah, I haven't been there in probably... 10 years. Yeah. I am not about to pay like a $4,000 fine and go right. to jail and shit. Hell no. Just to go to a bridge that I've been to a million times. Yeah. It's probably been at least 15 for me mm-hmm. since I've been. But yeah, because they used to do like Halloween trails down by the bridge and stuff, you know, and mm-hmm. now they're just so fucking weird about it. I used to go there all the time. I think it's... I've been in the bridge, on the bridge, around the bridge. Like yeah. I've done everything and I've done so much extensive research on it and on the myth and the legend and the where right. of this and like so go I've back even and listen to our buddy man bridge. I've even <laughs> debunked half of the shit about it. I mean yeah. I know everything there is to know about that legend. It's I mean it's fucking fascinating. I love it. Right. But, but see that's I've been there one. I've been there so many times. I don't need to go back there. You know? Right. I'd still like to just to get that eerie feeling but Oh yeah, it's definitely creepy as uh, fuck. But that's <laughs> another one where like I think the latest death close to the bridge was in 2018 uh-huh. and 
I don't know. It was in the vicinity. I don't know that they ever found the killer or, you know, just yeah. like with we the candy lady. We should follow up on that. We should. It's just like with the candy lady. It's like, there was like, years ago, there was like a group of five teenagers dead close to the bridge. Uh-huh. But I don't, I don't know if like the killer was found or whatever. Right. And it's like the candy lady. Like these kids legit went missing. Yeah. And so obviously so they're even blaming though it on this there's a legend, legend, but there's no one else to blame it on. So the legend is getting fuel, like right, crazy. fuel in the fire, exactly. Right. Yeah. So urban legends are so fun. The like deaths and stuff that come from them is fucking sad. Like the real ones. But right. it's sad that there are actual people affected. But the but tying stories like that into an urban legend, it, yeah, it makes the legend fun. Yeah, and it makes it more powerful. It does. It does. But it's like going back to like ancient times when they truly believed like a changeling took your baby. And that's, yeah. that's why... Or like know. witches would steal your soul and shit like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And, but they truly believe that. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, there's a part of that in us still. Like that's yeah, why we it's ingrained in our DNA. You know what I mean? We hear urban legends and we're like, oh my God, we want that to be real. But really, it's fucking terrible. I know. Every time somebody's <laughs> like, oh, do you have you ever heard about the urban legend, blah, 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 I'm like, no, tell me. <laughs> I know. That's why I put that on Instagram last yeah. night. And I was like, ooh, ooh, ooh. I'm going to look up all of these. And there seems to be a fucking ton in Hawaii, apparently. Yeah. So we'll yeah. look those up. I know. So everybody that posted, that answered on our post, yeah. thank you. Because we want to look them up. And all of the ones that sound interesting we are going to do episodes on Yes, and we will tell everybody that you pointed out. Yeah, we'll give you shout outs too because sure. we love urban legends. They may not all be this month, but we're whores for urban legends. Oh yeah. I so mean, that's a gonna be a constant thing. But mm-hmm. we're we are gonna try and get as many episodes as we can out this month because it's fucking October. So we're gonna end this one now so we can record another one for you. Bye. Love you. Bye.